0: Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Now put aside everything you think you know about business practices today and stay right here for the next hour as you're sure to find some surprises and wisdom to help you play the business game right. Now, here is your host, Peter Feinstein.
1: Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Every week, I bring guests in, people who have done more than just talk the talk, they live their lives. They walk the walk. These are people who have seen the rules of business, and they've done some really cool things. They've either noticed them and lived by them. They've noticed them, seen where they kind of break down, and rewritten them, and uh, and been successful in that process. Or for some, and they're not rogues, but they're definitely uh, they're definitely different. They've seen the rules, and they bend them. And, uh, and, and show us new paths and how simple it can be to bend rules. Um, and, you know, and if you need to break them, well, you break them. But that's not their first and most calling. But these people live and breathe their success every single day. And uh, today's show is uh, all about the three new rules for establishing instant media credibility. Uh, my guest this week is Rick Smith. Rick, say hello to everybody.
2: Hi, everybody.
1: (laughs) You know, the person who's out there named everybody, they just got a really big charge out of that. (laughs) So just a little bit of background first on uh, on uh, on the show and what we're going to seek to do today and then about uh, about Rick so that you have a, a sense of, uh, of who it is we're going to spend an hour with um, you know recently I was uh, I was scrolling through a couple of different media columns and I came across an infographic that compared the number and types of of media outlets today with five years ago, 10 years ago, and 20 years ago. Um, I can tell you that the advertising landscape today is daunting. If you're thinking of advertising, you're faced with more media and more choices than ever before, and no real clarity of direction. Um, It's something where you've, you've got, you know, you literally, you have more options um, and they range from the ridiculous to the absurd as far as what you can spend money on to promote yourself and establish a brand or even try to make sales. It's literally harder than ever just to make an impression. And that's a, that's a, a, a topic for a completely different show as far as what counts as an impression. But we'll leave that aside. So if it's that hard to make an impression, think about how hard it must be To establish your brand's identity and credibility, you might think it almost impossible to break through the clutter, and you'd almost be right. But happily, you'll be surprised to know that in this overly complex world, there is, at least in my opinion, um, and it's why Rick is a guest today, uh, there is an oasis of freedom from that media insanity, as I said, Rick Smith steers uh, steers us to answers. He has this media organization that's sole purpose is helping their clients achieve a breakthrough presence and credibility like that snap of the finger um, and that's what our show is all about today. so stick around because I think you're you're really going to enjoy it um, and we're not going anywhere just yet, so don't take my stick around as time for you to leave because we're not doing that. Um, but I do want to give you a little bit of insight into Rick because his story is really cool and it's noteworthy and it's fun. And I think you'll uh, you'll definitely come to appreciate his perspective and what he brings to this. Rick's got 38 years and running of experience in the news and media business. If you're into numbers, that's about 80,000 hours of experience, literally eight times the number of hours to be considered an expert. So the Outliers book from uh, several years ago uh, kind of pinpointed the fact that someone becomes an expert at what they do if they do it over and over again for about 10,000 hours. Rick has eight times that in news and media. Um, Rick's path to CEO of his company, uh, News USA, has some great touch points to it. He's worked at Deloitte & Touche CPA. He founded, operated, and sold his own computer company and then chose to hold media marketing firms accountable for response rates and results for the advertising he was doing, except in his experience... Um, they really weren't doing everything that he thought they were going to do and really what they were legitimately should be held accountable for. And so he went out on a path um, with his own self-help books and spent money in advertising, found that the advertising was not generating an ROI. And so he came across this idea of, well, look, I mean, you know, I've got these book reviews. Why don't we just promote the credibility of the book reviews? And he went out to media and his literally, his empire was born on the shoulders of his own success. And so he found a way to, uh, to bend the rules of media and advertising. Um, and that's, that's the core of today's show. Um, Rick, welcome to the show. It's, it's such a pleasure to have you here. I, I, I love the fact that you're a guest on, on today's program. Thank you, Peter.
2: Thank you, and it was really good to meet you face-to-face. It gives me the great opportunity to be involved with, with you on every level.
1: Same here. I appreciate the relationship. It's really cool. So, I mean, we've got a sense of, of what, you are, what you're like in business. Um, one of the things that I love doing for the people who listen to my show and, uh, uh, and pay attention each week is to give them a sense of, who my guest is as a person. So what I like to do is sometimes uh, there isn't a stock answer or a stock question per se, um, but one of the things that I like to do is find out um, what my guests were like back a ways. So let's go back, you know, uh, a couple few, 20, 30, 40, um, oh. something, <laughs> X number of years. What I mean, I think about what I was like in high school, and it's sometimes it's pleasant, but not really. But what were you like in high school? Look,
2: I was the student that did absolutely the minimum you needed to do to get to the next year.
1: Amen, brother.
2: (laughs) And and that worked out for me. And, uh, you know, there are people, I I mean, obviously, I probably should have tried harder and done more, but I just, I was like, well, it passes me to the next year, so we do what we do. I didn't understand necessarily that it, will impact, you know, your college selection choices and other things like that?
1: Uh, you know, my parents, not, not physically and literally, but they beat that into my head. And, um, I can tell you that I was, I was far too concerned about other things to really being applying myself. I remember my dad telling me so often that if I just applied myself and, um, you know, the really strange thing is, um, for the few classes that I really enjoyed, I did miraculously apply myself, and I found that I actually did really well. Um, but otherwise, I was I was just like you. I was Mister. How little can I do to get done just to get on? So I I can totally. Well, a
2: lot of successful entrepreneurs, Peter, are lazy by nature because they basically want to figure out a way to do things smarter and better, and and that's tends to be the case. And when we get back to my thing about the media, one of my obsessions was, not only how can I get my message out without spending that kind of money on advertising, is how can I more efficiently get more exposure and more leverage with less dollars? Because anybody who can take a huge media war chest and spend it and get results. The trick, the really creative trick, is how do you do it when you don't have such a media war chest? And that was kind of where I was when I started with my own books, coming out of business school looking to promote the books. I felt okay, I had limited resources and I wanted to promote them, and I quickly found that advertising can get expensive. And that's kind of how I got into this,
1: that's, indicating yeah, I mean, my own book reviews. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So the, um, the, the episode is titled The Three New Rules to Gaining Instant Media Credibility. Um, let's touch on the very first one. So um, I know you have some very specific ideas. So give us, give us that very first one.
2: Um, <laughs> well, again, what you want to do is you want to establish yourself so that people—it's—it's it's the power of media endorsements, where you're uh, using articles that have been written on you, whether it's through what I do or whether you're you're hiring people professional to go out and. Uh, uh, to get you that, or you're calling the media outlets to get the interviews, you really need, even in a startup situation, it's nice to have some placements where you have somebody else explaining what you do. For two reasons. One, the credibility of the write-up in that media. But two, because a lot of people, whether they're in startup or whether they're full-on operating successful businesses, they can't, they are tied up in explaining what they do, but it's nice to have journalists, professional journalists, get on the phone with you, hear what you're trying to say, and say it in words that other people, potential investors, potential uh, uh, stakeholders, potential sales channels will understand and potential customers will understand. And so it's taking those, what you want to say, putting it in jargon, you know, in wording that everybody would understand, and then getting it published either online or in physical magazines or newspapers, and having something to show potential investors, stakeholders, that – Hey, this is what we do, and other people now are explaining it. It's not you just saying about yourself. It's now stuff that you can put into your investor deck. You, you can put into your presentations.
1: So it's good. When did you? Uh, I mean, when did you hit upon this and realize that it was an essential rule and basically um, a system that you have to establish for yourself? When did you? When did you come upon this?
2: You know, when I started going out to a lot of the investor conferences uh, with a number of companies that were looking for money to expand, I noticed that what they didn't really realize is they were so absorbed in their company, their idea, and their product that other people didn't know who they were, and they had no way of really believing what they were saying. They were looking for some sort of third party endorsement. Whether it's, you know, some big celebrity coming over and saying this is the fashion item that you should have. But when it came to non fashion industries, what do you do for that kind of credibility? You know, if you're if you've got a product in the technical end of things, maybe you should get placements in the technical media or somebody endorsing you. A lot of them were small. They didn't have any of that. Sure. And I watched as the investors would just walk out of their presentation or wouldn't even go in and meet with them because they had no real credibility. And it didn't look like they were – or it made like they weren't organized and didn't have their act together because they so, couldn't answer the questions.
1: So credibility is, is really the linchpin and – it's, I mean, it's what it's what creates all the separation between, um, I think, the wannabes and the haves. And um, you mentioned, you know, you mentioned a couple of different types. Um, you mentioned um, testimonial, and you mentioned select celebrity endorsement. Now I know that um, that those can be com- quite compelling. Um, personally, I'm not a huge fan. Of celebrity endorsement because there can be some really significant risks to, um, to what a celebrity's. Um, it,
2: it also sta- depends what the product is, yes. and and depend and sometimes the celebrities can ask for such substantial monies that it's it's a, it's a non-starter.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean if the deal is structured is if the deal is structured intelligently for everybody and it becomes a win-win, then there's possibilities. Um but what I love and and I'm not gonna I'm 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 certainly not gonna steal your thunder because that would I mean that would be defeating the whole purpose for your being here. So tell us where News USA comes into this establishment of credibility, because it's I mean <laughs> I have a grammarian for a friend if I and if I said the two words very unique he'd punch me because um, it's not very unique it's just it's merely unique which makes it in my mind very compelling talk a little bit about that for us okay
2: so over the last 38 years I I and my team have worked with over 10,000 clients to help craft their message into something stories that we then syndicate nationwide and deliver back proof of placement of those stories in all these media outlets. And we've come up with a relatively cost-efficient way to do it so that companies of all size can quickly establish themselves with credible placements that they can show. Now, nothing goes out without the client approving the copy. Right. So you get to see what you're going to have, and you can put your URLs, your, your, your links in it. You can put in your 800 number. You can put in your stock symbol. You can put in whatever things you want to put in to your syndicated stories. And then we syndicate them out, and then we deliver back proof of all those placements. And that's a process we've been doing. A client or
1: And that's. That's a huge That's a huge way of going about something where you literally set the media on its ear. When we come back, because we're going to take a short two-minute break, but when we come back, Rick, we're going to talk about the second and third rules, and we're going to get into some of the nitty-gritty and some of the fun stories that, uh, that you and I have had uh, a little conversation about before on some of the challenges with what we do in business. Don't go away. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty early in the morning for some who are listening to this show. Um, I would suggest go getting a cup of coffee or maybe a little bit of a refill from the coffee. Stand up and take a stretch. We'll be back in two minutes. We expect you here, too.
0: Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Okay. Just go to HPowerMarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then, ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to HPowerMarketing.com. That's HPowerMarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's HPowerMarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800 300 24 That's 800 300 24 Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. I'm him, Peter Feinstein. My guest this week, Rick Smith, CEO of News USA. We've been talking about the three new rules for establishing instant media credibility. And uh, Rick and I were talking off air during the break about about the different rules and uh He's got two more to share with us. The first one, um, was the element of credibility, and he uh, he gave us, you know, I think what I would call the tip of the iceberg on that. And we will definitely discuss more about the credibility, um, and and he'll share some stories with us. But, um, you know, really getting into the meat and potatoes of this, um, Rick, share with us, um. You know, just just what you see as the second and third rules, and then we'll use all three rules as the basis for the rest of our conversation this hour.
2: Got it. The second the second rule has to do with value. You know, the, one of the challenges in the media world is spending money and being able to know you got value for it, and holding people accountable for for when you're spending it you got to have some understanding that if it's not going to do what the, what what you agreed, that they're going to step up and make it right. And if that means running an ad again or running something again or doing something over so that you are satisfied, you've got to do that. And you got to find out what their policy is. And the third one is about validation. You know, you'll often have people talk about, boy, I can... I can send this out for you, and you can reach a million, a hundred million, a billion uh, journalists or people or whatever. But does that mean anybody's going to do any stories on it? Does that mean that you're going to have anything to show? So what's the proof? What's the documentation? And again, what happens if and when that doesn't happen? What's the accountability? Am I locked into some uh, long-term, twelve-month contract with a uh, monthly amount that I need to pay, but doesn't have any exit if I'm not happy? You know, so you've got the value, and then you've got the validation, meaning the proof that you're getting something.
1: Peter and and, and those are huge because those don't just happen on their own. I mean, that's a system that you have to that you have to work on, establish, cultivate, and, um, and that's what I love about uh, the entire premise of News USA. So take us through the process, um, and you know what, um, you know, use us as an example on the front end of, um, you know, of the, the presentation. And if you don't want to use dollars and cents as far as costs and whatever else, that's okay. I mean, I'm not asking you to give away any secret sauce because that's not the purpose of this. Um, but talk a little bit about, you know, the front end, the credibility, and then share with us um, the successes that you've had in um, in establishing value and in demonstrating um, accountability, um, and validation because I think those are critical because sometimes people hear those words and they think well it sure sounds good but you know what talk to me about deliverables because I get consultants and people coming to, coming at me wanting to spend money and I don't see anything for it I just get you know I just get lip service so talk to us about about the real deal
2: well again one of the first <laughs> when you have these people coming at you with these 12 month contracts I would ask them what are they going to guarantee that you're going to get in the first 30 days and have that put in any agreement that you have if they can't guarantee placements then you want to know what they are going to do and how is it going to be measurable are you buying time or are you buying results if they've got something else where they're spending on advertising you want to talk to uh, some of their clients you want to hear what they've done for similar clients, and you want to talk in terms of how much was spent and how much was received, and how can it be you know documented? What was the documentation? What was the proof? And anywhere along the way, if they were unhappy, was the company willing to step up and do something to make it right? Yeah. Because over 38 years, you know you'll have the odd client that might have a misinterpretation of things, but you need to step up because it's not so much for them. It's for the people that they are representing or they've stuck their neck out for. And you want to make sure everybody's happy, and that's how you keep clients and you stay in business.
1: Yep, I agree. I completely agree. I mean, it's the premise, I think, of how uh, truly successful companies cultivate relationships with their clients um, and they're, you know, they're not interested in, um, in, you know, slash and burn and moving through a ton of clientele, but instead having
2: every uh, client, I don't care if it's an airline or if it's McDonald's or if it's Starbucks, you're all companies are going to have sooner or later are going to have little issues. It's how, what they do about it when those things happen to protect the brand, the company, and its reputation. And having the CEO and the team step in and make sure that the client is happy, it diffuses a situation and it keeps everything moving along. And it's really important when you're spending money, any money on media, that you have a, a plan in terms of how you're going to have credibility how you're going to have the value that you need and how you're going to have proof and satisfaction guarantee or else and have the, or else. Also the ability to not be obligated to long-term binding contracts without really clear deliverables and an exit.
1: You bring up a great point. There's that, I mean, you know, there's that word guarantee. There are so many people in the PR and advertising business who literally, I mean, they, they say it's impossible and unwise to guarantee media coverage. What do you guys do at News USA differently that makes you bold enough to literally guarantee media coverage for your clients?
2: The reason why we uniquely can guarantee media coverage is no magic secret sauce. We have contracts in place with various networks of news sites that we have guarantees that they will run the our client's editorial because of the quality of the, of the way we t- craft the stories to meet association, Associated Press style. Um, and format and compliance, and the quality of 38 years of doing this, um, we craft the stories so that they are editorially sound, and we're delivering them out across these networks that we have contracts in place, so they will run us on all these television network sites, uh, the Fox, ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, 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 local affiliate sites, on all these newspaper sites from the Columbus, Ohio, Dispatch, the Boston Herald, to the uh, International Business Times, to the Jacksonville, you know, Florida Times Union, and we have these in place. And we have these tracking tools that grab the images of every placement so we prove it back into the reports.
1: Rick, that's so we have huge. a
2: great editorial team. Our writers, our managing editors have been with us more than 15 years. Most of our team has been here a long time. Uh, you know, I've been doing it 38 years. Uh, we know how to turn around good copy, get it placed, approved, placed, and prove back the placements. And that's See, really the essence of our efficient operation. we work yeah. on behalf of over over 200 of the top public relations firms. we work for um, over a thousand major brands and clients and yeah. uh, we're cranking out this uh, copy getting it placed and delivering back proof and we're here every day working it for
1: everybody. <laughs> And you know what? That's, that's huge because it's something where, um, you're right, we, we get pummeled by all kinds of companies that claim to be able to distribute this and that and the next thing, and I'm not going to name any names because that's not the point of this, but there was one in particular fairly recently that came to us and talked about having direct access to certain media And I know for a fact that they actually use us for that access because we're the ones that have the direct access for, you know, from with my, within my company, they didn't realize who they were talking to. (laughs) And it was like, okay, so now I understand how. Well, and that,
2: and that's, that's the other point I want to make, you know, with us, you don't have to sign a year-long contract. You don't have to sign anything. We are wel- We are so confident in what we do that we, we would welcome you to just test us with one syndicated story, which is a relatively small commitment you can put on a credit card. We can craft the story, get it placed, get you the thousands of placements back as proof. And it's something that we can execute and then... You'll get addicted and then you'll go, okay, now I want to do it again. Or you'll introduce <laughs> us to friends of yours. You know, we do pay referral fees and things like that. If you're, uh, you know, if you're s- directing some people our way, we'd be happy to uh, line that up with you. But most of our stuff is just we do a good job and the people come back to us.
1: That's, uh, that's, that's a, a, just a significant success story. Let's, uh, let's assume for a moment that I've got a couple of people listening who are um, early in their, um, in their entrepreneurship, so they've, they've either got or they're noodling around um, something to do in the way of a startup. How does the kind of coverage you provide, um, which I would call instant media coverage, how does that help them as startups? Perfect question.
2: Um, and we've been pretty creative in how we'll work with startups in doing this. Uh, sometimes they'll, uh, they'll even propose uh, um, equity or convertible notes or something as, as part of our compensation um, or in lieu of. Uh, but bottom line is when we did Quigley Corp., um, Two two gentlemen in a church basement in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, with no revenue. (laughs) They were trying to do a $300,000 private placement to raise funds. But basically what we did is we started syndicating out stories for them. And they were able to show the thousands of placements we were getting them to their investors that helped them close the $300,000 offering and help them raise additional money and get their sales moving because they were able to show all of their different uh, distribution networks in the stores about their one product, which was the zinc lossage that reduced the duration of the common cold. In fact, I think about it. Is that
1: Coldy's? That is,
2: that, is Coldy's, and the sales went from 0 to $50 million, and we uh, put yeah. out store, syndicated stories for them every month for 15 years. And I speak in front of the FSX conference on that Quigley experience. If you want to look at the video, uh, just Google Rick Smith FSX. That's Frank Sam X-Ray. And you'll see the video of me speaking in front of all these investment bankers about how we got involved in helping Quigley. But we also did the same for Denmat, which was one one person to promote their – to get stories out on them – and that their product was Rembrandt Tooth Whiteners that helped we get them from zero to 100 million.
1: Oh, my. And we got
2: them 55,000 story placements on Rembrandt Tooth Whiteners.
1: Holy cow. That, <laughs> a, th- and,
2: that, that's that mind-boggling. where people cut the articles out and they walk them into their stores and they ask, how do I buy the product? So from a sales <laughs> channel that's helpful from an investor deck that you can put the thing in the investor deck, it's helpful. And so whether you're doing one story with us, or you want to craft a package like Quigley Corp and Rembrandt uh, did, where they're doing ongoing stories with us. In fact, we're doing that right now for Cash and for Ntrex where we're putting them on the map. And Cash is going to compete with PayPal, and Entrex is going to compete with Nasdaq. Wow. And they're branding and getting their name out there through syndicated stories.
1: Hey, well, well, would love while while well, we
2: talk to other companies so that we can help,
1: while we're talking about branding and getting our name out, because um, we're going to come back, we've got another short break. Um, tell the people listening where they can find you online, um, so that that we can actually make this be of, of value to you as well.
2: Got it. So the the thing the no, is you can read the testimonials from Entrex and from others on our website, which is newsusaadvantage.com forward slash testimonials. And you can go to the whole site, newsusaadvantage.com and read about all the different services we provide. Our guarantees are spelled out. All the different things we do. You can see Dozens and dozens of case studies, you can see all of that. And it's uh, NewsUSAAdvantage.com, and our phone number is 1-800-355-9500. That number again, 1-800-355-9500. The company is NewsUSA.
1: That's great, yeah, Rick. We will be right back. Um, We're going to take two quick minutes to do some business, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about uh, about the companies that you've helped and uh, some of the wilder rides that you've taken and some of those deals you've put together. Don't go anywhere; you'll want to hear what Rick has to say. Just two quick minutes from now.
0: motivate, change, succeed VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing. And we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to HPowerMarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then, ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to HPowerMarketing.com. That's HPowerMarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's HPowerMarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800 300 24 That's 800 300 24 Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. We've been talking with Rick Smith, CEO of News USA, and you know what? I'm I'm not going to pull any punches. Rick has been blowing us away with stories of value and credibility and accountability and proof and being of just astonishing value to their clients. I mean, they've literally worked with 10,000 companies from you know literally mom and pops to the biggest name brands. Um, I mean, when you talk about Quigley and you realize that that's Coldies, that's a pretty large brand. And that's, you know, that's part of, of Rick's But pedigree. when we
2: started with them, they were two guys, uh, yeah. Guy Quigley <laughs> and Charlie Phillips working in a church basement in Doylestown, Pennsylvania with no revenue.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the typical pre-revenue, we've got this great idea for a product, what can we do? And you know, and and there you help, which which brings up a question for me. Um, so you know, I mean, you talk about startups, and you talk about you know the credibility that that can be leveraged from from using you like this um, to to go out and pedal to um, to legitimate investors and and give legitimate proof of of presence in the marketplace. What if you have somebody who, I mean. You know, they they don't even have enough money to to buy a single placement. Um, what kind of compensation options have you either thought of yourself, or have you been approached with that? You know, you've kind of raised an eyebrow and thought, "Yeah, I could do that." Talk talk to us about that.
2: Well, good. I want to get into that, but in doing so, I want to. Also, we had left off with talking about Rembrandt tooth whiteners. And and I wanted to mention Betty Light, who who is the PR person who uh, who worked with us on that for Rembrandt. The the thing she said, I I, I quote from a testimonial she gave us, it's constantly producing for you, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. When you're not even thinking about your work, News USA is out there working for you. It was a matter of those articles that we were placing were constantly out there, and people were moving off of them, you know, reacting to them and buying their products. And you know, the other one I'll mention is um, Mark Beauchamp from NASDAQ said, "News USA helps us get our message." Uh, uh, get get out our message without being filtered by the press, which often takes a negative slant to stories. Because with News USA, you're able to control the message. Now, as far as non-cash options, the two guys, um, two fine gentlemen of Quigley Corp, uh, didn't have enough money to get going with us. So what they ended up doing is they came up, uh, they had proposed that they get, they pay us, Um, half in restricted stock and the other half in post-dated checks. And we took that deal, and it ended up working out really well. Uh, From our equity, we ended up buying a house, and from Guy Quigley's equity, he ended up buying an island. (laughs) So it was great for the entrepreneur. He got an island in the Caribbean and a whole bunch of other stuff. And he took the company from zero to fifty million, and you can check the stock symbol QGLY, and they are around and successful, and they sell the cold product through about eleven thousand stores and beyond. Um, yeah, they're they but a lot of times when you're getting rolling um, and you're, getting, you're you're trying to raise your funds, you're caught in a tri- tricky situation. What comes first? You know, the investors want to know that you're, you've got the buzz, you're moving along, things are happening, they're buying decisiveness. And you're sitting there saying, oh, I'm running around from one meeting to another to try to beg investors to, you know, to invest in my deal. And so, and you're losing valuable time as others can come into the marketplace and things like that. So, We've been willing to look at some companies creatively to structure different type of deals with them to get them off the dime right then and there sometimes it's we've been willing to look at convertible notes we've been willing to look at warrants we've been looking you know we've been willing to look at equity we're willing to look at founder stock um, and and different you know, we've even looked at, you know, from like Shark Tank, you got, uh got uh, Kevin O'Leary doing royalty deals. So we sure. we'll look at any type of structures <laughs> that the company could do <clears throat> to allow us to defer payment somehow, but get something off and rolling today. And a lot of times that will help them close their financing. We've done that with some deals that have then quickly been able to close their financing because now they can show the buzz, put it into their investor decks. They can show it to pass it around to their sales distribution partners, and they end up locking up revenue contracts too. So you start doing the revenue, you start getting the investors. It's funny how the pieces start coming together when you were sitting there trying to raise funds so that you could spend it anyway on Media and marketing. Now you get the media and marketing now.
1: Yeah, it's something where you get to turn the whole model on its ear and you do it legitimately and and extend credibility and legitimacy to companies that are in that mode and uh, can benefit so much from it. I mean, that's, that's such a huge deal. Um, give us... Tell us some of the juiciest stories you've had. Um, you know, <laughs> pick one out of the air. Um, that's got some real meat on it um, about some of the companies that you've helped. And, uh, and you know, some of the, I guess, some of the, the storylines behind those successes. Um.
2: Well, it it varies, large and small. I mean, we deal with clients like Fidelity Investments, Goldman Sachs, Bank of America, but we also deal with, you know, uh, companies like Cash that basically uh, they come up with a a product competing with PayPal and they needed to get themselves put on the map. They want to start getting stories out. Uh, We cut a deal with them. They start getting stories out. We've now done over nine syndicated stories for them and uh, they've managed to use those stories to show um, angel groups and then other groups and they got their first um, um, investment thing oversubscribed and then they uh, raised additional rounds of funding and off to the races. Uh, I think they've, I have to check how, how much they've raised, but I'm, believe it's in the tens of millions at this point. Um, There are other companies uh, that we've been involved in uh, that, again, they're leveraging some of the media and some of the exposure we're getting them to help them do their different raises and rounds. Uh, Not Sometimes in the financing side, sometimes in the sales partnership where they actually will use it to get more distribution. We have a winery out in California that said, hey, with all the media you're getting, I was able to go into Costco and show them. And I said to them, of the 10,000 wines that you buy as the wine buyer at Costco – Who else will give you a million dollars worth of media a month in which they will uh, specifically identify that their product is available in Costco? And they Hmm. agreed to put another skid per store of wine in because of that.
1: And that's huge because that's case movement.
2: He was so excited because you get more distribution... People walk by the additional skid and they buy yep. the product because it's yep. there.
1: Yeah, in in, in retail, um, just for people listening, in retail, incremental display is the lifeblood of any organization, any sales, any packaged but, goods in retail. But
2: the merchant, but 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 the buyers at the retail have all these vendors trying to sell them. And what oh, they yeah. want to do is they want to know, what are you going to do to For tell me. the public that it's yep. available in my store yep, to get exactly. more traffic into my store? Show me. And they all, you know, a lot of times vendors come in and they make claims about, oh, we're going to spend, five, we're going to go raise $5 million in media and we're going to do all this media. And then they don't spend any money on media and it and it doesn't move the product and they have to end up sending it back to the manufacturer cuz it didn't move.
1: Yep, and a guaranteed sale like that is the worst. to show
2: that they're actually doing what they say and that they have a plan and they're going to execute on it. It gets a lot more exciting to the manufa- uh, sorry to the retailer, to the chain to take their product on. And sometimes somebody says, well, I went to CVS or I went to this, you know, uh, big company uh, and I want to get my product in. And they said they're going to test me in one market or in a handful of markets. Well, that's because you're making them buy the product. But what if you what if you said to them, hey, I'll, I believe so much in my product and I've got my media behind it, I'm going to do it on scan, meaning... You only pay me when the product scans through your cash register. All of a sudden, (laughs) they want to try you in all their stores.
1: Yeah, because that's leverage for them.
2: Right, and then they have reason to believe that you're actually going to support your media, your product with media that's going to uh, reach people.
1: Yep, exactly. Because, I mean, if you're willing to take that risk, then they know that there's something afoot. And it's like, okay, you know what? We're going we're gonna to make hay while the sun shines. If you're willing to do that and, and you're going to let us pay you on scan, then everybody wins if we push this through. And, and if we sometimes
2: don't, there's a combination of those things that can be worked out. By having, sure. some, having a plan that you can show them that you're actually going to be doing this media and you've committed to the media every month for the next 12 months.
1: Yep, absolutely. Huge and leverage. So we
2: have clients that come and will actually test us out and then they will put together a plan where they will commit.
1: You know what? I, th- I think that's, that's huge. Just huge. So, you know, you, you've got 80,000 hours logged in over, over 39 years, handled over 10,000 clients from the biggest name brands to just the most basic startups. What is it that gets you up in the morning and excited to go to work?
2: I, I, I got to tell you, I still can't get over when a client, like one just in the last two weeks, a little ch- uh, nonprofit out of uh, Chicago called uh, DiveHeart. What they do is they help veterans who have, you know, like lost their legs or something like this. They help these veterans with disabilities go scuba diving and interesting hmm. things in life. And so what they did is they came to me and they said, "We need to let people know DiveHeart exists." And we need the, the word out. So Jim Elliott, who runs it, we did a syndicated story for him to tell tell uh, tell the world. And we got two thousand four hundred. Wait. 2,462 placements across the country. He wrote me a letter saying I was blown away by the coverage. We can't wait to get the next story to you. Together, we can do great things. Thanks, Jim Elliott from DiveHeart, and we got him over 129 million reach in terms of audience, and over a wow. million and a half dollars worth of ad value from just the first story. He immediately committed to two more stories, and we're doing those now. But it's having the wow, you blew me away, you helped me, and it's not necessarily just the General Motors of this world. It's the companies, you know, that that may not have the twenty million dollar ad budget war chest. They want to do something, and they want to get their name out there.
1: Yep. Rickett has I, been. I sent um, him
2: copies of his story on him from the Columbus, Ohio <laughs> Dispatch, from the Providence, Rhode Island Journal, from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch about what they do, and he was able to show this to some of his funders and get them excited and donors.
1: Exactly. It's. I mean, the credibility and accountability is so huge. Um, it has been my distinct pleasure having you on today. Um it's it's so great to hear your story and the way you approach business and I'm grateful for uh, not only your presence here but our relationship together. I really appreciate your presence here today, Rick.
2: Thank you so much, Peter. I feel the same.
1: It and has been, and everybody,
2: uh, thank you.
1: Oh, it is, it has, has been offer. a delightful show yeah, it's just it moves so quickly. Um, it's been a pleasure talking with you and for the people listening. Thank you for uh, for spending time with us. I hope that you've gotten a real deep insight into the three new rules for establishing instant media credibility with my guest, Rick Smith from News USA. Have a great day, and we'll be back next week with more of business rules with Peter Feinstein. Take care.
0: Thank you for tuning into Business Rules. Be sure to join Peter Feinstein for another enlightening program next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a winning week.